Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like this episode, give us a like, share, follow. And this week, we're bringing on a special guest and an expert on the character that we're dealing with. Well, an expert on what this character does to people. This week, we're discussing Bane, and uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Caitlin. Hello, everyone. I am a expert exclusively in breaking your back, so... Um, that's what I hope to bring to the table for you guys today. Okay, uh, so we always start these out by kind of discussing the character first. What do you know about Bane from DC Comics? Um, I know he breaks Batman's back. Um, <laughs> I know he has a weird mask. Um, I know he's very large. Uh, so not a lot. I'm hoping that you uh, learn me some things today. Okay, as far as what I know, I will say the research was funny. Because I know this character's backstory. I've read his comics so thoroughly that I'm just like doing the research. I'm like, I swear, if they do not mention the teddy bear, I'm going to lose it. And they're like, he had a teddy bear. I'm like, okay, cool. They mentioned the teddy bear. This is a, this is a good source. So let's get in, on into it. First, we're going to discuss real world. So uh, Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan created the character for Nightfall Storyline. They developed the concept of Bane after an initial idea by Batman editor Dennis O'Neill. So, you know, kind of piggybacking on somebody else's. So uh, take us away. and Yeah. So um, O'Neill had previously created Bane's birthplace of Santa Prisca in The Question and the drug Venom in the storyline of the same name um, that was published in the pages of Batman uh, Legends of the Dark Knight, number 16 through 20, and later reprinted as a trade paperback. Heck yeah, Santa Prisca. Fancy. <laughs> gotta roll your R in that. I mean, I am Hispanic and was raised around Spanish speakers, so I'm a li- I can do it a little bit. So in the pages of Azrael O'Neill introduced Bane's perception of Venom as both an addiction and a weakness responsible for his early defeats. Yeah, ben, the Venom is, um, it's a real video game weakness that we will get into at some point. Like you just cut that thing and he is immediate withdrawal. <laughs> So I read, so I read. Um, uh, Bane is a supervillain appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. Bane is usually depicted as a dangerous adversary of the superhero Batman and belongs in the collective of enemies that made up Batman's rogue gallery. Yeah, so there's not really a lot real world-wise. I can see the inspirations with the design of the character. Like, um, that was one thing, like, in the... In the um, Christopher Nolan Batman verse, they're like, let's give him a crab face. I'm like, that's a luchador mask. It's supposed, it's a literal, like, why did we take this character? That's an interpretation of one. I sure suppose. Yep. They were, uh, they were like, Hey, we're going to cast a white dude. And we're also going to have the prison in a very Brown populated area. I'm like, wow, we went out of our way (laughs) to not cast a Brown guy. Sure did. Sure did. Okay, so let's get into universe. So in universe, Bane's origin story is established in the storyline uh, Gu- uh, Gutenberg. His father, Edmund Dor- Dorrance, better known as King Snake, had been a revolutionary who had escaped Santa Prisca court system. In this next point that I'm about to read, you told me about, and it makes me insane because <laughs> of the logic behind it. Can never get over it. So the corrupt government decreed that his son would serve out the man's life sentence 
And so then Bane just spent his childhood and early adult life in prison. And I just, that's never not funny to me. I love it because like in the research I did, the whole premise is like, they're supposed, they're trying in the comic to portray Santa Prisca as such a corrupt system. I mean, that'll do it. Yeah. They're like, what could make these people seem like monsters? Well, why don't we may have them put a child in prisoner in place of the father? And that, Stands like, to reason. <laughs> right? Like, how young is the child? Like, I'd say freshly born. Like, he can walk. Like, he's... He, he can technically walk. Fresh. Yeah, he's, he's like, fresh. fresh. <laughs> so that, like, that's also why, like, some people debate, like, is Bane autistic? Or is, or is he like those kids you heard about who were, like, raised in... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bane always smells like wet socks. <laughs> so although he was imprisoned, his natural abilities allowed him to develop extraordinary skills within the prison's walls. And Bane is a very intelligent character. And that, that we will be getting into. And that's take us away on the next. So for 17 years, the child that would grow up to be Bane spent his entire life inside a chamber connected to the ocean within the prison, spending every day in secluded boredom and every night swimming for his life to stay afloat when the tide would come in and fill his cell. And when I read that earlier, I was like, that is why he's jacked. I didn't even think about prison gym. I was like, could you imagine just paddling? Yeah. Every night. Sleeping in the day and just trying to just like wade water at night. And I'm sure there's a joke in there about falling asleep to ocean sounds, but <laughs> I'm not quite keen on where it is. Oh, yes. So he read as many books as he could get his hands on. Spent most of his spare time uh, bodybuilding in the prison's gym. He developed his own form of meditation and learned to fight in the merciless school of prison life. I mean, dude, you've. Yeah, you for- he is forged to survive. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, because of the cultural and supposed geographical location of Santa Prisca, uh, Bane knew how to speak English, Spanish, Portuguese, Farsi, Urdu, and Latin. So Which... that's like a couple languages. It's pretty... Oh, yeah. The but... Latin thing really gets me because it's not really spoken, but I mean, it's a good thing to know how to read. Exactly. And the character, like, like I said, the character is like insanely intelligent, which is why as much as I hate the portrayal of him in Christopher Nolan's verse, I'm like, it's the most accurate we've gotten. Like he listens to classical music for sure. Yeah, definitely. Also, apparently he's a fan of soccer in some of the cartoons. So despite his circumstances, he found teachers of various sorts during his incarceration, ranging from hardened convicts to an elderly Jesuit priest under whose tutelage he apparently received a classical education. Which, you know, cool. Like, there are people that, like, especially in this corrupt system, it's like, you guarantee there's probably some, like, people in there that don't deserve to be there. Like, oh, so, for sure. Like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like a child, maybe. Like a child. <laughs> um, but, you know, I guess maybe from growing up in prison, um, he committed his first murder at the age of eight, which, okay, maybe <laughs> it's a good thing they put him in there. Um, <laughs> stabbing a criminal who wanted to use him to gain information about the prison, which I guess fair, but also I just like, uh, you don't stab people, I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, this is prison rule, and clearly this Pri- isn't prison rules. <laughs> yeah, like also clearly this isn't our modern day prison. Clearly, yeah. And that this isn't a prison where the guards are going to step in and be like, "Hey, maybe don't hassle the child that we've locked in here." <laughs> yeah, 
I, I think guess that's the, fair. I think the fact that they locked a child in there, I'm like, the regular rules are out the window. That kid ha- <laughs> kid's going to have to kill to survive. <laughs> yes. So during his years in prison, Bane carried a teddy bear he called Uzito, little bear in Spanish, whom he considered his only friend. It is revealed that Uzito has a hole in his back to hold a knife that Bane used to defend himself. I love how that goes from like, oh, he does have a soft side to, oh, no, knife bear. Like, <laughs> right? Just, just straight up carrying the bear around, hold, just like hand in, in the hole, just like anybody comes at me, Uzito, protect me. Knife bear. Um, so to make matters worse, Bane is tortured by a monstrous, terrifying bat creature that appears in his dreams, thus giving him an intense fear of bats, which ends up not uh, working out so great for a dude named Bruce Wayne <laughs> later on. Yeah, it's kind of the whole reason he looked that direction. He's like, this is the manifestation of my fears. I will break the bat. <laughs> So he ultimately established himself as the king of uh, Pina Duro uh, prison and became known as Bane. The prison's controllers took note and eventually forced him to become a test subject for a mysterious drug known as Venom, which had killed all other subjects. So, you know, that's cool. Do you know, do you know why it like didn't kill him? Like why it worked? Is he just built different or I mean, arguably built different, but also from what I know of the comics, there have been so many experiments. I'm sure they tweaked it before they Mm. gave it to him. For sure. Like after the last one died, they're like, okay, so I think we put too much battery acid in it this time. (laughs) That's fair. Less battery acid, more herbs. Fair. You know, okay. Uh, the Benyaduro prison uh, venom experiment nearly killed Bane at first, but he survived and found that the drug vastly increased his physical strength, although he needed to take it every 12 hours via the system of tubes pumped directly into his brain, so the yep. face crab, um, or he <laughs> will suffer debilitating side effects. Which, which I, I just found that I didn't know he, I didn't know they had used venom on him. So that's something new that I learned. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Like literally that was also my big argument in the movies. I'm like, you took the most realistic character and you couldn't even be like, Oh, he's on experimental government steroids. That's why he's, that's why we got this actor to play him. Cause this actor is built like he's on experimental government steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so Bane escapes Pina Dura along with several uh, accomplices based on the fabulous five. His uh, minions, Trog, Zombie, and Angel Valunga, Bird, slash Bird, all of whom are named after 1960s rock bands. The Trogs, the Zombies, and the Birds, which, that's kind of cool. And uh, they are designed to mimic three of Doc Savage's assistants, Monk, Ham, and Rennie. So... And I do love, like, when he escapes, because I remember reading the comics, like, he basically faked his death in the comics to escape. Like, they threw his body out. He was like, he's like, I'm just going to slow my heart rate down and get out of here. Because that's a thing that people can do. Like, it happens Although little... he came up with his own form of meditation, so maybe so, he's, yeah. I'm sure he probably met some, ex, some you know, ex-military people that are like, this is how you get them to stop torturing you for a bit. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Bane would return and take over the prison and country, donning his iconic luchador mask. 
Yeah, so basically that group he escaped with, he also comes back, and yeah, he's basically, he takes over. He turns that country, he does what every drug lord wants to do. He actually takes over the country. He's like, no, I'm ruler here, and I own this. And he, yeah, starts selling Venom. Uh, His ambitions turned destroying Batman, however, about whom he had heard stories from Bert. And, uh, you know, I... I can imagine if you were haunted by visions of a monstrous bat in your childhood and they're like, you heard of this dude who dresses up like a bat and just beats the crap out of bad guys. I would also be pretty freaked out and probably want to like, I'm going to kill that man. Yes, for sure. That, that man is literally me of my existence. God put him here so I could break his back. (laughs) Um, Gotham city fascinates Bane because like Pena Duro fear rules Gotham, but it is the fear of Batman Bane is convinced that Batman is a personification of the demonic bat, which had haunted his dreams since childhood. Therefore, Bane believes fate placed Batman on a collision course with him, which like is kind of romantic when you think about it. A little They're bit. They're like soulmates. And honestly, like and this, I didn't, co- I didn't really put this in here because this is way later down the line. There is a few comics later down the line where Bane thinks he might be Batman, like Bruce Wayne's brother. I could see. Because, like, he finds out, like, his dad might not be his dad. And at the same, like, he was, uh, Bruce Wayne's father was in that country at a certain time. And Bruce Wayne don't like to talk about it. His father wasn't exactly the best guy. I mean, the guy had a lot of money, so just going to yeah. assume. Exactly. So, like, they, they're like, oh, I think uh, we might be related. Like, Bane and Batman's whole story is amazing. I think it's better than the Joker and Batman, if uh, yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. So, during the Nightfall storyline, Bane wanted Batman reduced to his weakest physical and psychological state. He uses stolen munitions to destroy the walls of Arkham Asylum, allowing its deranged inmates, including the Joker, Two-Face, Riddler, Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, the Ventress, Firefly, Poison Ivy, Cornelius Sturk, Film Freak, and Victor Zaz to escape into Gotham City. Which this is this is where like Bane is so intelligent. He's like immediately off the bat. He's like I. He looks at Batman. He's like, mm, this guy could theoretically beat me. I'm not gonna give him the chance. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, kind of stack the deck against him and exactly good to like go. Bane's strategical is amazing strategist when it comes to fighting. So during this time, Bane murdered Film Freak, who acted as the Mad Hatter's mind-controlled assassin, kidnapped and unsuccessfully interrogated Robin, who was spying on him, and had a bloody rematch with Killer Croc, which ended in a stalemate as they were washed out of the sewer. Later down the line, they do, they do fight each other again, and Bane straight up breaks his arms. He's really good at breaking bones, <laughs> yeah. I'm finding, just... Like this, oh, yeah, he is the breaker. Should have been a <laughs> so, surgeon. <laughs> so consequently, Batman is forced to recapture the escapees, a mission that takes him three months and drives him to the brink of mental and physical collapse. I wondered which would break first. <laughs> <laughs> your body or your spirit? Well, what broke for you first, Caitlin? Well, you know, it's <laughs> mostly the L1 yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, 
So exhausted, Batman returns to his home in Wayne Manor, only to find Bane is waiting for him. Bane attacks Batman and beats him nearly to death and delivers a brutal final blow in which he raises Batman up and breaks him over one knee, leaving him a paraplegic. Bane thus becomes the only man to have broken the bat. That guy straight, straight up, up broke, broke my, my back. back. <laughs> And I, I love the cause he because during this time too, um, what they didn't really bring up in the in the research, but it shows in the comics, is when he lets those escapees out, he starts monitoring all the rich people in Gotham. Because he's trying to figure out which one of these oh. guys is Batman. And he starts to hone in on Bruce because he's like, this guy keeps disappearing while Batman's active. And this guy's starting to look tired at all his all the things like where he has to appear. He literally deduces who Batman is. That's that was the main premise of him letting everybody out. Was he's like, this will show me who Batman Who's is. Who's staying? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense now that you th- that I think about it. Yeah, which is an amazing strategy. It's also why like Bane's one of the first characters besides Alfred to discover who Batman is. I bring up besides Alfred, because those of you who don't know, go check our Batman Golden Age episode. Alfred wasn't originally the butler of the Waynes. So while Bane establishes himself as the new ruler of Gotham's criminal underworld, Bruce Wayne passes the mantle of Batman to uh, Jean Paul Valet, also known as Azrael. And... Batman's not great at passing the torch. Every person he's he's tried to pass the torch to turns like insane instantly. I'm like, Batman, not everybody has your tragic backstory. Takes a lot. It takes a lot to make a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Ignoring Bruce's warnings to stay away from Bane, Azrael attempts to confront the villain in his penthouse suite. Bane is able to get the upper hand in the fight after using Venom and taunting Azrael, making him angry enough to lose focus and thus give Bane the opportunity to beat him. Nevertheless, Bane sustains deep lacerations in the battle and loses a great deal of blood. You got to keep that stuff on the inside, or so I've been told. <laughs> right. And it's, just, it's one of those, like, Batman told you to avoid this guy because this guy literally broke Batman's back. You think you're better than Batman? You think you're you're better than me? You think you're better than me? (laughs) I have this card. It's my permission slip. It just says, because I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, unable to go go to the hospital, Bane increases his venom intake to temporarily block the pain and buy himself time to defeat the new Batman. A humiliated Azrael returns to the Batcave and builds an advanced combat suit of metal in place of the traditional bat suit, with many chambers within the suit that uh, fire razor-sharp weapons. Jesus. Yeah, this guy, like, like Batman's whole policy is don't kill. That's, like, the one thing he's got going for him. No matter how horrific you... No matter the villain and that, when people are like, I mean, you should you kill Probably that. just kill probably that guy kill a little that bit. guy. Batman's like, I can't, because I'll snap. That's so stupid. I mean, good on him for having a set of morals, but... <laughs> Yeah, so, but basically, as like, I also wonder, like, where was Bruce Wayne during this building of a giant mech suit? Like, did nobody at some point just be like, like, there's a lot of drilling and welding noises coming from the back cave. Should we go check on the new guy? Nah, they're renovating, putting (laughs) in granite countertops. You know, like, let him make it, let him make him feel, I told him to make it feel like home. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Reduced a little more than a wounded animal fleeing for survival, Bane is no match against the new Batman. Bane is finally defeated when Azrael severs the tubes that pump venom into his bloodstream, causing severe withdrawal. Which makes me... I don't know why that point like made me sad. I was like, huh? <laughs> he just needed to have an intervention, and he probably would have been okay. I will say that's probably... The like, it's one of those like I get when you first encounter Bane, you don't think like, "Hey, what's that thing in the back of his skull?" and that. But like after after Batman realizes that, like every encounter with Bane goes the equivalent of like, "I'm Bane, I'm venomed up," and Batman's like, "I have razor blades that I, I have a pair of scissors, dog. I have a pair You're of scissors, <laughs> and that's how he beats him every time. Is he's just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cut that tube and watch you lose your mind for five minutes." Here's some here's some like pills or whatever. A little bit of a Achilles heel. Right? So Commissioner James Gordon, Har- uh, Harvey Bullock, and Robin watch in horror as this new Batman tortures a defeated Bane who begs his adversary to kill him. Azrael denies his innate urge to kill Bane, however, and uh, leaves him humiliated and broken physically and mentally for the police to arrest. Yeah, this is not... Batman. Yeah, no. Not the real Bat. Like, Batman, like, everybody makes fun of, like, Batman will snap your fingers to get information. Well, yeah. Yeah, but also, after you're defeated or got the information, he's not going to stay there. Yeah, that horse is dead. Please quit beating it. Like, it's really, it's rather rude. Yeah, Azrael kind of went crazy with power. (laughs) So, further following the events of Nightfall, Bane recovers from his venom addiction good for him, while serving time in the Blackgate prison. He rebuilt its body to its peak and eventually escapes from prison and returns to Gotham. And, like, just, you know, good good for him. Oh, yeah. There are good mul- for her. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple times down the line where uh, Bane basically works with different groups, and his whole thing is, like, he never, he stops using Venom at a certain point because he also considers it a crutch. He's like, it made me weak and that I can be physically strong myself but he always does keep a little bit of venom like in a like he keeps a concentrated dose on him to basically in a moment of like if there's ever a moment where like it's like oh we're all gonna die if i don't just rage out on these guys that's fair i almost (laughs) looked at that as like you know how like when you quit smoking and you just keep one i feel like you're like i'm less likely to i feel like that's gotta be part of it yeah. Like that can't like I'm knowing like, that you have access to it doesn't make you, you know, be like, ah, oh, I guess I don't have to get desperate or anything because I always have a little bit if I want some. Exactly. But, yeah. So. So here. Uh, so after the whole like he gets out Blackgate, Zazel or whatever the Azriel basically takes over. He's like he's like you're no longer he's like you're no longer the bat, Bruce. I'm the bat i'm in charge i'm king now so when he gets out he basically uh fights alongside the original batman who has by now recovered and taken his mantle back from azrael to take out a criminal ring that is distributing venom uh uh, venom derivative to street level thugs which is one of those when you're the kingpin of that drug and you find out somebody's selling a lesser product you gotta handle that yeah And I feel like this also shows Bane is become more of an anti-hero in in recent years. Yeah. Especially like he's willing to work with Batman 
ultimately Batman, that's why Batman doesn't just go overthrow him in his country. Which is fair. Like it sounds like, like I said, he's getting clean. He's turning over a new leaf. I love yeah. this. Just gotta, exactly. gotta get him a hobby and he'll be good to go. <laughs> um, following a victory over the criminals and the revelation that behind it is the same doctor that performed the surgery on Bane years earlier in Penaduro, Bane proclaims that he is innocent of his past crimes and urges Batman to stop hunting him. He then leaves Gotham without fighting Batman to begin a search for his unknown father. That's so, this is like kind of touching. This is like a lifetime movie. I like it. Like I said, I love Bane. Bane's a solid character and he's a, he's a real sympathetic character. Yeah. I mean, how can you really just be like, that guy is a messed up criminal when you find out like, oh wait, he was like, imprisoned as a child his baby we little babe like what do you do it's like oh he didn't do anything his side fodder. note imagine how cute that tiny little jumpsuit is a <laughs> <laughs> little bane oh my god if i ever have a kid oh no <laughs> that's gonna be a costume <laughs> for them okay so bane's searching brings him back to santa prisca in search of leads bane questions the jesuit priests who had taught him while he was in pinadura the priest explains that there were four men who could possibly have been his father, a Santa Priscus revolutionary, an American doctor, an English mercenary, and a Swiss banker. So the American doctor, that's where later on you find out that might that's might Bruce's be. father. Okay. Because his father's a doctor. And that like it was. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> but yeah, so that I that's kind of how he fit. Uh, there's a shoot off comic where he's like, we might be brothers. Like we should put our past sins behind us. And that is, it's a sweet story. Honestly, it kind of <laughs> sounds like it. So while searching for the Swiss man in Rome, Bane encounters Talia Al Ghul and the league of assassins and eventually impresses Raz Al Ghul so much that he chooses Bane to marry Talia and become his heir. Which is a, which like, that's one of those things. Like I'm, I, I can tell the movies tried to take aspects from the comics, but they just kept falling short. And I will say, like, even though Ra's al Ghul is always impressed by Bane, he does consider, he considers Nightwing more impressive in the sense, like, Bane is very intelligent, but Bane is a square. Like, in the sense, like, playing chess, like, Ra, there's a scene where him and Ra's al Ghul play chess, and... Rosal goes like, you're very intelligent. You know all the moves, but you have no improv skills at all. Mm. That's why I'll beat you every time. And that's like, yeah, you can follow those, these winning moves directly, but I can upset those winning moves and you have no way of recovering. I mean, that's a good way of putting it. So, uh... Ra's al Ghul has uh, discovered Bane's father's identity, but did not reveal this information to him. As Ra's al Ghul does, Ra's al Ghul's a manipulator. He is, we'll do an episode on him one of these days. He's a straight-up gaslighter. So Ra's al Ghul then launches a plague attack on Gotham in the Legacy storyline, with Bane at his side, who is posing as Ra's al Ghul's henchman, Ubu. Ubu. Ra's al Ghul always has a, like a big henchman named Ubu. It's weird. Yeah. So Batman gets his rematch with Bane in Detective Comics issue number 701 and finally defeats him in a in single combat. Disappointed by his uh, protege's failure, Ra's al Ghul calls off the engagement to Talia and disowns Bane. That's sad. It is. And I'm trying to remember because I 
can't remember if it's her daughter or if it's another child of Ra's al Ghul, but Bane does form a, like a, a room, like a relationship with one, one of the Ra's al Ghuls. And it's a weird one. Cause it's like, everybody's like, is it sexual? And it's like, no, he's just like considers himself her big protector. It's kind of sweet, actually. <laughs> I like it. Bane, it's kind of growing on me. Um, in Infinite Crisis number seven, Bane fights alongside the villains during the Battle of Metropolis. During the battle, he breaks the back of the hero Judo Master, <laughs> killing him. No reason was given for his actions in number seven, though in Infinite Crisis collected, Collector's Edition, one of the many changes made to the original series was Bane saying, I finally know who I am. I am Bane. I break people. In parentheses, his backs. <laughs> Which is Why a, do I get all the Baroque back points? I, that, feels like a setup. I'm like, I've wow, that would actually both. worked out really nice. <laughs> so glad that I got in that wreck for the bit. I will say there is a there is a comic series where Bane's basically kind of part of a not the Suicide Squad, but it's like a group of vigilante like like we murder people, but we're like trying to do good. Mm-hmm. And Bane becomes part of that group. And at one point, they get attacked by like a bunch of like supervillains and assassins. And Bane, that's when he injects that concentrated venom and just loses his mind. And at one point, as he's just throwing these meat sacks around and just slapping them on the ground like like wet sand, he's just screaming, I'm the one who broke the bat. I broke the bat. And which uh, one of the, which um, Ra's al Ghul's uh, child or offspring or whatever just like turns to somebody. He's like, I think the bat also broke him. Like basically. Little bit. Like he may have broken the bat, but the bat broke him. <laughs> We bet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Bane's an interesting character. There's even like I love his side stories. There's one where they set him up with like this redhead for a date, and he's just they're like they're like you need to get out there, you need a date. And he's like I don't know about that. They're like how's this like beneficial to us? <laughs> like moving forward as a group and they're like we you need to like loosen up. We gotta get you a hobby or something, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. Uh, so now, so that's kind of the origin story of Bane. Um, what what do you think so far? I'm shocked at how like kind of like just how I guess I would say it's sympathetic of a character. Like the more I learned about his backstory, he is. It's like he, you know, was in a tiny baby jumpsuit, and then they were basically like, "Here's the world's most insane meth," and <laughs> for him to like, you know, come back from that, I'm like, that's kind of. I see what you say about him being like, oh, he's kind of more of an anti-hero as time yeah. goes on. Pretty cool guy. Um, well, totally a- not cool with him breaking backs, but pretty cool guy. <laughs> well, there's even a series. Uh, one of his other side comics that really shows like who he is is uh he saves this little girl from these people hands them back to the parents the parents are like who are you like how can we pay you back like what's your name and he basically turns to them and he's like just tell him batman saved you oh that, like that's who i am batman uh, yeah like he he doesn't want like he's yeah he's a very like the character's way more complicated than people give him credit for i and see I that love now love him yeah okay so let's get into powers and abilities <laughs> So starting out, Venom usage. So Bane uses the super steroid Venom, allowed him to temporarily enhance his physical functions to near superhuman levels, particularly his strength, endurance, and speed. 
His body senses and healing abilities are also augmented to a degree. Bane needs a periodic injection in, uh, like into himself with Venom to return these abilities. Although overuse can result in temporary insanity. Like I said, when he used that concentrated dose and just lost his mind. And like, I can, all I can picture is like, imagine that's just a guy on like PCP. That's what that is. Like, yeah. But they're like, give it a cool name. So it sounds kind of sexy. And it's like, not nah, that's meth. Like, <laughs> right? like, you know, you know, creatine in that the secret ingredient is meth. A hundred percent. So kind of going off of venom usage, uh, enhanced strength is one of his powers uh, and abilities. The primary effect of venom is that it enhances strength to superhuman levels, depending on how much venom is injected. Bane has been shown to be stronger than Batman, even without the venom. And while injected is able to bend thick steel, when Bane injects the maximum amount of venom that is considered healthy into himself, he becomes capable of lifting 15 tons. He's ultimately capable of exceeding his limit, uh, though not without temporarily losing control over himself. And again, that's just a guy on PCP. Yeah. 100%. Like, Bane is just... Like, yeah, he's a... He's a which I... That's why I love, like, eventually when he does get rid of it. And then he's yeah. just like, he's like, he's like, I'm strong without it. And I'm like, there you go, little buddy. And he is like, he's a master martial artist. Like this, like he's no slouch. Like, like it said, he's stronger than Batman at his base. Yeah. Which Batman's not a slouch. Like that guy can, that guy's like peak human athlete. It's like it was inside you all the time, B-Dog. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So superhuman stamina under the effects of Venom, Bane can fight almost forever. As long as he can continue to pump venom into his veins, he can continue fighting indefinitely. Well, on a single dose of venom, Bane has fought many battles for many hours and never seemingly stopped. Yeah, PCP, man. I'm just, the more I'm like, can we just, I mean, it's a cooler name, but. So superhuman durability as well. Under the effects of venom, Bane can withstand powerful blows from metahumans, multiple bullets and explosions. Uh, with mere scratches and bruises, Bane has withstood extreme torment at the hands of his enemies. Yeah, Bane is definitely, like even without the Venom, this guy can take a beating and get back up. So accelerated healing. Bane can also use his Venom as a form of medicine to heal from injuries, poisons, and diseases. Depending on how devastating the injury, Bane needs to inject a certain amount of Venom into himself. When faced with extreme wounds, such as many broken bones, excessive blood loss, or terminal poisons and diseases, Bane needs to inject an unhealthy amount of venom, which will cause him to temporarily go berserk in order to heal properly. Which is one of those, like, is the cure... What's a healthy amount of venom, though, is what I want to know. That's like, that's like know, there's saying... a healthy amount of Drano that you can... Have a little bit. <laughs> and it's also one of those, like, hearing that, it's like, especially how much he needs to do for to heal certain things. It's like, is the cure worse than, than the ailment? Yeah. Like, yeah. is it worth it? I could see that. Kind of outweigh pros and the cons and all that. Escapology. Bane is exceptionally skilled in the arts of escaping and infiltration and has managed to break out of the Peña Duro, which is arguably the most heavily fortified prison in the world, as well as various maximum security centers, including Blackgate and Arkham Asylum. 
So he's a sneaky boy. So I do love when they introduce Bane in the in the '90s cartoon because like this being like, oh, he escaped that like he snuck out of the most like secure prison ever in the cartoon. There's just, they're like, yeah, he escaped this prison and it's just multiple walls broken down. I love it. It's not subtle, but it was an escape. Yeah. I'm just like, it's I'm like Kool-Aid man, that noise. Cause I'm like, I know he basically faked his death to gather in the comics and stuff, but like just in the cartoon, they're like, I mean, he could have just literally done that. Oh, for sure. So uh, he also possesses genius-level intellect. Bane is also highly intelligent. In, in prison, he taught himself various scientific disciplines equal to the level of understanding uh, the understanding of leading experts in those fields, making him a genius as well as one of Batman's most intelligent foes. Like we said, he's arguably the fir- one of the first characters to deduce who Batman was. Mm-hmm. That like yeah, mastermind genius, just not great at improv. Yeah, which you know, there's there's book smarts and there's street smarts, and yeah, so you kind of gotta. Some people just great book smart, very intelligent, but you know, throw them into a knife fight, and they're gonna let you cut that too. Yes, <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, kind of going off the genius level intellect, uh, he does uh, have the ability to speak multiple languages or multilingualism. Uh, Bane is fluent in English, Spanish, Portuguese, Dari, Cantonese, and Latin. Yeah, he's a yeah multiple li- linguist. Uh, he's even used his Spanish in one of the um, in the um, one of the cartoons. I remember Miss Martians trying to read his mind. And he basically, the way he stops her is he just starts repeating, like, soccer scores in Spanish. That is... Never mind. What? I don't don't know if that's a good bit. Don't worry about it. Oh, come on. (laughs) So, he's also an expert in tactical analysis. Um, Yeah, like we said, he knew exactly how to find out who Batman was. Yeah. Who else has really done that? Yeah, very good on the battlefield, figuring out, you know... Or at least planning ahead type strategies, maybe not in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bane also possesses photographic memory. Uh, Bane has a photographic memory which borders on absolute total recall. This has allowed him to memorize the countless skills, disciplines, and facts that he taught himself over the years, which stands to reason. Uh, and like you said, like recalling those soccer scores, like yeah. that's that he just has that upstairs ready to go. Right, just pulls it out out of nowhere. It also explains, like, he is basically, he's in charge of the Venom supply. He's the one altering those chemicals and, like, making different versions of it. And that, like, you have to, like, he remembered the chemical compound from seeing it when they did the experiment at that point. That's insane. So, also martial arts. Bane is a highly formidable combatant who has not only mastered, but also created several forms of martial arts. Though less skilled than the likes of Batman, Bane's fighting ability combined with his peak strength and endurance makes him highly formidable opponent for any non-meta and many meta-human foes. Which, yeah, you got that kind of power behind being an expert in different martial arts and even so, so much of an expert in fighting, you created your own styles. Yeah, and then, I mean, throw that on top of everything else he has going for him. I mean, just being jacked anyway, and then the Venom. It's like, well, good luck, I guess, to everybody else in the room. It's one of those, I remember I was, like, 
thinking about like if I had to fight Bane, first off, no, I'm I'm gonna try no. to run. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm gonna try to run. He's gonna grab me. I don't think like spinal <laughs> fractures are like concussions. Like the first one's free. I don't want any more. So <laughs> right? I'm solid. Uh, so uh, this last point is um, more of a weakness. It's more of a weakness, but I just laughed a little bit when I got to the bottom of the list of like superpowers and it just said drug addiction. And I was like, Oh no, I don't know that that's so yeah, clearly Bane does have a substance abuse issue. Um, Bane has a dependence on his uh, precious steroid venom. So yeah, that's kind of, I mean, especially when you consider the fact that if you take venom out of the equation, he's still pretty like hefty to go up against. Yeah. Um, Definitely That's a why guy. I'm like, good for him that he kicked the habit. Like right? it, you had the power all along. Definitely a dude that if you're gonna go up against him, you better come correct. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I do love the drug addiction is on there because I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. I also find it weird because like the venom is shown in the comics and the cartoons, like it alters his body. That like he goes from like this like a guy about my size to suddenly he grows a couple inches and his his muscles expand. It upsets me that they didn't decide to go realistic and just be like, should we just have this guy with flabby skin when he's not on the venom? Because the amount of people I've met who kicked steroids, that's kind of what happens. Although I guess if you had like healing abilities, the oh. elasticity in your skin would probably I bounce actually, back. Ooh, I didn't I think, think about that. Or he just has a fantastic skincare routine. <laughs> Keep it nice and tight. <laughs> Okay, so that's it for Powers, and uh, let's get into his media. This is always a fun one. Okay, so in other media, TV, live action. In the second part of the Elseworld crossover in the Arrowverse, uh, his mask from the Dark Knight Rises is seen with other villain trophies in Arkham Asylum. Which is kind of cool, like get a little bit of a... Get a little bit of a shout out. Um, also, uh, some of his venom is seen in the Batwoman episode in the Batcave, which that was a real dark episode when you found out like, oh, Bruce is straight up murdering people. <laughs> like he's they're stopped. just tired. <laughs> they're just tired. Just taking a little nap. They're all tuckered <laughs> out from fighting Batman. Yeah. So uh, in live action, he also appears in season five of Gotham, played by Shane. West, who is a army friend of Jim Gordon. I remember when I heard about that and I was immediately upset. I have not watched Gotham. I'm no, um, some of you fans are not going to be happy. I've not watched Gotham and I've not watched the arrow shows. I've watched flash, but I'm not going to watch a Batman knockoff show. If you want to do Batman, just do a Batman show. Also, it completely just avoids his story. It's like, because Gotham's about like when Bruce is a teenager before he even becomes Batman. Why is Bane in here? Yeah, that's true. Like everything you just read, like why? Makes no sense because he was mostly in prison. Mostly, he was mostly in prison. And the only reason he came to Gotham is he's like, that man in Batsuit, I'm going to break that man. It scared me. It scared me. I break (laughs) things. Well, that's spooky. (laughs) I I break things that scare me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can you imagine Bane in a spirit Halloween? Oh, God. <laughs> Just destroys the store. Halloween's banned in his country. <laughs> no bets. Um, I don't know why he was Russian. Just <laughs> then, but he was. 
Okay, so you want to take the animation? You got it, buddy. So as far as uh, animation on television, DC Animated Universe, Batman the Animated Series, the new Batman Adventures, Superman the Animated Series, and Batman Beyond. He's been in all those. Uh, He was also in the 2004 series, The Batman. Batman, (laughs) The Brave and the Bold. Young Justice, (laughs) Harlequin, DC Superheroes. Oh, gosh. I fucked it up. DC Superhero Girls. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. And Teen Titans and go. Teen Titans go. Yes, I will say every every time I'm watching the anime, any of the animated series, all I'm thinking is I'm like, if they don't have an episode with Bane, I'm gonna be very upset at the series. And the Harlequin version of him, arguably my favorite, because <laughs> they they kind of just made like the first off the Harlequin show is amazing. It's a show where if you imagine Harlequin wrote a parody of all the characters. That's what they are. And Bane is no better. You've shown me clips from that, and it's pretty great. Right? Like, they just, like, they all just abuse Bane. And I'm like, I'm like, it is funny, because he is, he is a character, I imagine, like, smarter, more socially not awkward people would probably make fun of in front of him. Yeah. Poor Bane. And then he'd just break him. <laughs> So, other series. Uh, he was parodied in South Park. Wait, what? Oh. Yeah. I vividly have that, like, image of him from South Park in oh, my head. Yeah. When they all get the masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go after the UPS guys. Okay, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Um, so as far as um, film, in live action film, he was in Batman and Robin. He was also in The Dark Knight Rises, which I think we all probably remember yeah. the most, that second one. Um, I was wondering what would break first, your spirit, spirit. or your oh, body. <laughs> so those ones I think everybody's pretty familiar with as far as it goes. I was going to say, you all can generally tell when I've watched that movie because I immediately just start quoting Bane all day. Yes. (laughs) Oh, you think darkness is your ally. (laughs) I will say, because the Batman Robin one, most accurate live action portrayal as far as looks, like, because they do the mask, they do the tubes, like he looks like they pulled him straight out of the comics. Mm. But then they were like, what if we just made him dumb? Yeah. Like, he's like a dumb, roided-out guy that Poison Ivy uses to fight for her. And I'm like, first off, Bane would never. Bane would never be somebody's... Yeah. <laughs> and that. But I will say... Like, if they had combined... Because The Dark Knight Rises is the most accurate as far as who he is as a character. And personality-wise. If we could have just combined them. Yes. Uh, as far as uh, animation goes, um, he was in Superman vs. Batman, Public Enemy, Justice League Doom, Lego Batman the movie, <laughs> award winning, DC Superheroes Unite, Batman Unlimited, Mechs vs. Mutant, The Lego Batman movie, Batman Ninja, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a thing that I didn't know existed, and I think I'm better for it. <laughs> the Batman Ninja one, I highly recommend. It's a trip. I can imagine. It is a... They're in feudal Japan. Of course they are. With Joker. Naturally. It's... Yeah, it's a good watch. <laughs> okay, so let's get into video games. 
So he is in the Lego Batman 1, 2, and 3, which, you know, we have very few characters that don't make an appearance in those. So appears in all Arkham games except Arkham Knight, but his teddy bear and Titan Titan Canister appears in the GCPD lockup. Which, oh, I didn't know he had teddy bear. There's teddy bear in there. I'm going to have to replay that game. So uh, he is in both the, both the Injustice games, which he's a fun character to play. Um, not my favorite character to play, I will say. He's a difficult one to use his abilities. I could, I could, yeah, I could see that. There's yeah. a lot going on. Right. Uh, so he appears as a boss in Batman and Robin and Batman Chaos in Gotham. He's in the DC Universe Online game, uh, Young Justice Legacy, and Batman The Enemy Within. Which a lot of these games I have like I have not heard of the last two that I just said. <laughs> uh, Young Justice Legacy sounds a little bit familiar. Um, I feel like I've seen some playthroughs of it, but um, couldn't really say for sure. Fair. Okay, so and that's what we got for Bane. And I guess I'll ask the question I ask every week. You a fan? You know I learned a lot about Bane in here and I would have to say I'm a fan. Like I said, the whole backbreaking thing's a little bit of a touchy subject for me currently, but <laughs> despite that he seems like an okay guy. I'd hang out with him if he just stayed away from my spine. <laughs> and I mean, clearly before we even got in this episode, you probably knew. I'm always I've always been and always will be a fan of me. For anyone that's still listening. If you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.